by Antioch, 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world, and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as the fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water, which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity, of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And it's only for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Your atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. 
world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. And on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Let it all for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy Mighty One. Holy Immortal One. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy Mighty One. Holy Immortal One. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, 
in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible. Look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Amen. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Building homes, building community, building hope. Habitat for Humanity Lake County welcomes you to serve God's people. We invite you to build and rehab homes with Habitat for Humanity right here in Lake County. You can also donate and purchase building products, newer appliances, and non-upholstered furniture to the Gurney Restore. For information, visit habitatlc.org. That's habitatlc.org or call 847-623-1020. The Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of WSFI, Healing the Whole Person. And we have a full house here at our station in Libertyville, Illinois. And um, we thought today we would just do kind of an impromptu talk about protection. Now, this idea didn't come to me. It came from uh, a number of women here in the studio today that we said, look, if we didn't have a formal guest, we thought it would be a good idea just to talk about why do we need protection and what are the simple, what are the different ways that we go about getting it? So if you're someone who has panic attacks, if you're waiting for a diagnosis to come back from the doctor, say you had a mammogram and you're worried it's not going to come out okay, if you're worried about your children, if you are worried, period, this is the show for you. So we have a motley crew here in the studio. I'm your host, Angela Tomlinson, in big shoes, trying to fill in for Joan McHugh, who I hope is listening and helping us out from uh, a better place. But with me today is we have Carmel Catholic's very own David Bending. David, say hello. Hello. David Bending, he's been interning since he's been in the eighth grade, so he's like the man behind the curtain for these healing shows, coming every Thursday for three years. You're a junior now, David? Yes, I am. He's a junior, and if you, for those of you who participated in a share you might recognize, we call David the closer, because David was the one who brought home the bacon for us to make our numbers with his friends. So David, welcome to the show. You're here as a guest and as a producer. Yes, I guess so. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank oh, you you're very you. welcome. Now, Alejandro, that other male voice. Hello there, everyone. Voice. 
So this is Alejandro Rivera. Alejandro is a parishioner of St. Elizabeth's, is it? Yeah, St. Elizabeth in Kenosha. But there's something much greater here, something than just a parishioner. Alejandro had some really exciting news to oh share. My. What's the news, Alejandro? I did get accepted into the priestly formation program of St. Francis de Sales Seminary. Woo! We're going to do a round of applause. Round oh, of applause. We're going to clap for Alejandro. So we were joking with Alejandro, if I'm not nice to him, and I go to confession once he's a priest, he's going to make me read the whole Bible as my uh, <laughs> as Just my the book of Numbers. That's just punishment the, enough. Oh, no, not the book of Numbers, please. Exactly. Now, also in the studio with us today is uh, a woman who knows all about the Blessed Mother and protection. I've known this wonderful woman. She's like a sister to me when I moved out here. Her name's Rosemary. Simon. I'm not supposed to say her last name. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Rosemary is here today. Rosemary, say hello. Hello. Rosemary is a parishioner of uh, St. Joseph in Libertyville. She is a longtime Right to Lifer. Were you involved in the Right to Life movement when Roe versus Wade first came out? In 1980, I went to my first meeting. Wow. And, mm. and they kind of thought it was something that had a, was going to blow over, right? I remember... <coughs> Tom Bressler at that time in uh, he was the one who started aid for women oh. in in um, Deerfield at that time and he thought it 40 years would be how long it would take to overturn Roe versus Wade wow. we're way past that we're way past oh that and what is it 60 billion abortions I think I've heard the number 60 million we have Joe Shiloh will be in the studio in a little while and um, he started the pro-life action league uh, so there's a strong pro-life spirit here at WSFI Catholic Radio. Also new to WSFI is a woman, Cynthia. I don't know if I'm allowed. Am I allowed to use your last name, Cynthia? Or do you want to be anonymous until you see how it goes? It <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Cynthia is a parishioner of St. Patrick in Lake Forest, but she has dual citizenship with St. Mary in Lake Forest. And when we talk about protection, Cynthia, you'll tell us a little bit about your devotion to the Eucharist, mm -hmm. the ultimate protector. Yes. Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. The yes. <laughs> also, we have a good friend, a warrior in the Legion of Mary, Patricia Burktall. Patricia, how long have you been in the Legion of Mary? Um, quite a number of years. I can't even remember. And because sometimes the people died and they left, and then God called me back in again. So I just evidently can't leave it. No, and you're like Lazarus here at, at St. Joseph in Libertyville. We were on life support for a while, and you came and had the meetings with me because you have to have two people, if you remember, two people for those meetings. And so you were going to like multiple meetings every week to keep the Legion of Mary going. Yes, I was. And the Legion of Mary is the ultimate form of protection. So we'll talk about that in a minute. And then last, but we saved the greatest for last. She's going to bot me. Anne, am I allowed to say your last name? It's up to you. Anne Oakley. Her name's Annie Oakley. It really is Annie Oakley. Annie is the parishioner of St. Joseph in Libertyville. She also serves on the library board. She's been uh, with WSFI as a dedicated volunteer for all these years. And you're probably very familiar with Anne because uh, she sits in on many of the Healing a Whole Person shows. Uh, she's a prayer warrior, and she's the ultimate. And when she dies, she's going to be the patron saint of organizing because she's oh. always organizing. Any of you who have gotten those power packs as part of our share those those they have holy water, or why you need it, holy oil, why you need it. Ann Oakley's the genius behind pulling together all of this uh, information. She's telling me to shut up. 
we're in a healing show, Ann. You can't do that. <laughs> so anyway, Ann pulls together all of the leaflets and prints them and comes up with the documentation because we found that, you know, there's such a need for catechesis, isn't there, today, that people were never taught why you'd use holy water or why you'd use holy oil. So we try to not give anything out without an explanation of how it can help you. So the subject today is on protection. So, um, Alejandro, we talked yes. before the show. This is impromptu. Very much so. Uh, so, why why do you feel you personally need protection, and what do you do when you need it most? Uh, for my particular case, then I guess you could say all young men entering seminary, after going through the very thorough psychological testing, your interviews with the archdiocese and priests who give their recommendations to the board to admit you, I'd say a lot of base for I'd say the first basic thing that most men such as myself need is just protection from those daily distractions that can derail a very consistent and a very steady prayer life that is very essential especially as as you're trying to discern further who has God called me to be um, why am why am I here in this diocese and those sorts of questions as well and what types of distractions do you find get in the way me? Oh. Am I a distraction? I'm like the little annoyance that's sitting behind the microphone here. Oh, my goodness, Angela. <laughs> but um, Alejandro is the data <laughs> coordinator at WSFI, so when you get those constant contacts or the emails, it's I usually am, Alejandro. Yes, I am the tech-savvy person who does that. He is the tech-savvy person. <laughs> so, Alejandro, what are the distractions that you battle? Do you mind me asking? No, I don't mind in particular. Um, s- some of it is just old habits of trying to of just trying to watch too much TV or just, you know, old habits of just preferring fun over responsibilities. Other things that are more common to everyday people. It's just you're trying to start a new and holy habit, but you didn't exact you didn't exactly be realistic uh, weren't exactly realistic about the timeline of getting it done. Or else it's just, you know, something happens at one of in my case one of my other jobs that just compl- that I just foam over it for like the next hour and then when daily mass rolls around it's like wait what just happened mass is done wow lots of little things that can affect lots of little things that you know that it's not going to completely shut off all of God's graces from you from having from trying to live a very you know spirit filled life but but grace but bear in mind grace doesn't always fight you you know God something that I remember writing in my admissions essay is God doesn't have this perfect mold of what it expects a young man to be and then just force it on you and pop you're 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 a holy seminarian candidate number 43 it's very much all about who you are as a man and how <coughs> and what the talents God gave you to grow in that so naturally the evil one is more than happy to let's look to exacerbate perhaps something that is not particularly helpful or maybe just constantly remind you of the screw-ups of your younger days now what do you do for protection Uh, because my very because I have a very laid-back personality that wants to just do (laughs) unfortunately a one-and-done approach uh, just a simple um, guardian angel prayer in the morning. And tell us what that is in case people don't know the guardian angel prayer. Go ahead, Alejandro. It's very, it's simple, theologically packed, and you could spend a whole other show on it, but for now, just the prayer will suffice. It's angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's wow. love commits me here. Ever this day be at my side to light and to guard, to rule and to guide. Amen. Amen. Okay, so who wants to go next? Raise your hand. It looks like rosemary. <laughs> you made oh. eye contact. Yes, I'm sorry. Well, when you have children and grandchildren, you're always thinking of 
protecting them. And I definitely use the St. Michael prayer often. And I think anyone who is conscious of needing protection needs to be consecrated to the Blessed Mother. And what's involved with consecration, Rosemary? Well, in my case, I went to Marytown and attended a class there. And we were invested in our the um, <laughs> miraculous medal mm -hmm. after our training time. But uh, I know there are so many different consecrations. And there are some simple prayers, and there are some that last 33 days. So it's a matter of what you can do and what you want to do. Has anyone else here consecrated themselves to the Blessed Mother? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look, Almost well, all hands are raised for so, those. So now we know why we're, we're all to the Blessed Mother. <laughs> Which one did you go to, Cynthia? Uh, I do it every year, and we'll start next week on Tuesday, March 26th, because it's what I do is a 33-day consecration. Father Gately's? Father Gately's, and he has two, the 33-day consecration um, to the Blessed Virgin and the 33-day consecration to uh, uh, Divine Mercy. So if you start on March 26, 33 days would bring you to Sunday, April 28th, which is Divine Mercy Sunday. Wow, I didn't think it. So the 26th is the, the day after the Annunciation. That is like so perfect. It, it's a perfect time to do it. Yes. And I belong to a prayer group that does it um, individually, but will say the consecration together at the end of 33 days. So why do you do it every year? It's not like a one and done thing. Uh, I think it's a good reminder to us where we um, we put our faith and uh, who leads our lives. Mm -hmm. Anyone else done the consecration to Our Lady? Your hands went up. I did St. Louis Marie de Montfort's Rosemary. I did the heavy one. That has to be, if anyone has the interest, I don't know, I think that true devotion to Mary, my sister Elizabeth, mm -hmm. I'm one of six, so Betty, my oldest sister, sends me this letter with her perfect penmanship, the Palmer method. And it says, Dear Angela, devotion to Our Lady is the surest, quickest way to holiness. So I looked at that and went, ah, and it goes in the pile. This was before my conversion, my reversion days. And then I found it at just the right moment. And I'll, I'll tell you, it is, my mom always had a devotion to Our Lady. I never understood how powerful she really is. I never understood who she was. I still don't. I mean, we none of us ever really know, but reading that St. Louis Marie de Montfort writing, it changed everything yes. for me. I remember your mother prayed the crown of yes. St. Francis Rosary. Seven decades. Yeah, none of this wimpy five-decade thing. You pray the seven, you have to, and she needed it for all, like you were saying, for your children, protecting your children. What do you worry about with your children, Rosemary? Is it their soul or what's going on? Certainly the their souls. Their souls? Yes, I think the age we live in is, is uh, scary, and I can't imagine having to raise children in these days when your children are friends with people you don't know you don't know their parents or families and it's something I really didn't think about years ago we lived close to our parish school and uh, it was almost like a ghetto where they were 
it was a new subdivision. It was a new, I, we lived five doors from the Catholic church and school, and um, everybody that moved into this new subdivision was Catholic. Yeah, and we used to have Catholic neighborhoods, really. Your neighbors were Catholic. You went, you saw them. In it church. wasn't until I, we moved to Green Oaks in Libertyville that I really um, got friends friendly with some of my Protestant friends and neighbors, and we I participated in a Bible study, interdenominational. It was very educational. Mm-hmm. So consecration of Our Lady is one way. You can't really consecrate your children, I think, through that. But you can. Uh, Kyle Clement did a show, and Ian, I think you were on that, or Patricia may have been, where he talked about how important it is at the baptismal font to consecrate your child or dedicate your child to the Blessed Mother. I don't know if they still do that these days. But he was telling, you know, for those of you who are just listening, we're talking about protection in this healing and deliverance show. And uh, we're talking about why why we need protection in our lives and how some of us uh, go about it. What, what are the different things that we found to be efficacious? But Kyle said, and I remember uh, Moira Noonan also said this in her book, uh, Deception of S- in Spirits, that when so many of the people that he uh, worked with on exorcisms were the reason that he, the Our Lady always comes, always, always comes to free that person from uh, demonic spirits. It's the Blessed Mother who's showing up, how the devil has no power over her. She just looks at him and he has to flee. That's why you turn your eyes of mercy towards us. They have no, he has no power, he's just a creature, and she's the one who rescues her children, who she can't bear to see in bondage. She can't bear to see the pain they're in. And he said many times afterwards, when he's spoken to people who have been freed during the rites of exorcism, it was because their parents dedicated them when they were just a little baby, mm-hmm. and the importance of doing that. And then, of course, then when you have free will, Uh, going through this, whether it's the 33 days of morning glory that Rosemary and Cynthia mentioned, or the heavy-duty Louis Marie de Montfort, or Marytown does the, this is more of a quickie one with Maximilian (laughs) Colby, right? He's laughing, but I think Maximilian Colby has a whole um, consecration of Our Lady. To the Militia Immaculata. Militia Immaculata, which you can join. I mean, there's all these beautiful, pious organizations. Patricia, we haven't heard from you. Here we are, about to hear from her. We just turned her mic on. That's what that little noise When was. you're talking about um, consecrating the children, the little children will... Me- uh, Mexico, I love their um, way they do it. When they're three, they present them to the Lord and Blessed Mother, like Jesus and Mary did, and it's a wonderful thing. And little Anthony's my grandson. His father is Mexican, and so we decided his name is Anthony after St. Anthony of Padua. When I went to Padua, they dress him up on special occasions like the monk. So instead of just wearing a suit for the presentation, he was going to wear the Franciscan habit. And Brother Augustine from Marytown made it for him. Wow. So it was totally authentic. And... So we presented him to the Lord like that, and then we went to Stockbridge, Massachusetts at one time, and the priest came 
from there, which he was originally Father Vincent from Nigeria, and he came specially to do this presentation. So we knew it was the Lord was opening all these doors. And he also was told when he was eight from um, our Lord that he too was going to be a priest. So we know all how God intercedes in a lot of things. And then now my two little twins that were three, Brandon and Jake, we, his mother is Mexican, so she wanted to do it. And um, one has seizures and it's hard. They're sick on and off so we were doing the presentation at Santa Maria and Father O'Reilly did it and it was the hottest day there was and I guess when you get seizures you can't not get real hot so the devil was trying his darndest that they did not get to be doing this presentation but they made it and I know it was a success because Brandon then the one that gets seizures got uh, stung by the bee, so that was my way of knowing it did take. And, it, <laughs> and and things are not easy when you have to do stuff for your children. And if something comes up, you know that it's the right thing to do because stuff will be put in your way so that you don't do it. But we have to be have perseverance, and God blesses that. It's a spiritual battle. Ian, uh, while you get the microphone, I was going to ask you about uh, protection, but in the meantime, we have David Bending. We're all talking about praying for our children, and we want protection for our children. David, what do you have to say about David? How old are you? So I'm 16 years old, almost 17. Um, you know, it's it's kind of different with me on here. You kind of have the aspect of a child, well, teen now. I like to think of myself as a young adult, at least. Um, I think in our society, as m the more secular it becomes, it, you kind of need that protection. And one of the ways I do that is, I know this is something my school does, for every class and before the school day starts, we always pray. We ask for intentions, and usually they're personal, and that that's a nice touch. But we always ask for protection, and we pray for each other. If a friend's in need, we pray for him. If uh, we know something's going on, we pray for them. So we kind of spread protection throughout each other by just praying for each other. And what are some of the things that uh, your peers would need protection from? What do you see, how do you see the world right now? Um, well, you, you sort of need protection from just everyday little things. Your drive to and from school. You always need protection while driving, I believe, because you never know what can happen. Yeah. Um, That's St. Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, protection in general, with all the crazy things happening, crazy people, um, you always want that little bit of protection that can help you out and just... You need to pray for that. It's so beautiful, David. Thank you. How about you, Annie? Well, I was going to share. There's a lot of things that have been said, but uh, I wanted to bring out the fact about the Legion of Mary, which is another consecration to the Blessed Mother. And um, uh, each year you do the vows again, and our Legion of Mary uh, group here at uh, St. Joseph's is having uh, the Achis, and the Achis is where uh, we get together and have the ceremony uh, for uh, uh, consecrating ourselves and taking the vow to the Blessed Mother. And for those that are not familiar with the Legion of Mary and uh, what that's about, uh, we do have weekly meetings that we have, 
but there's an, another part of the organization called the auxiliary and uh, they are the people that pray the tessera prayers and uh, do it daily if they can but they're being also invited uh, to come to this Achis, which is being held at St. Joseph's in Round Lake, and uh, also to do their uh, take their vows again. So I just wanted to plug that in for you. Well, you know, uh, and the interesting thing about that is some of the ways I get protection is through all of you. The idea of surrounding yourself with holy people or people who are striving for holiness. We need holy friends, and uh, we had done, I was talking to Cynthia before uh, the show that we do these healing conferences every year, and one of them was on soul ties, and the scriptural basis was, do not be deceived, bad company corrupts good morals. And we use my grandmother to say, Angela, you show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You know? <laughs> and, it, and it's true, yeah, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So, And then we had um, a great Protestant author, and I'm trying to remember, I think his name's McDowell that's written all these books in here. And he was saying that the way he does protection is, he said, I have a small circle of friends. You can count them on one hand. Those are the people I let in. Now I have bigger circles. And I said, but you know, you're supposed to be friends sinners. And you know, I was kind of being the giving him the opposing view. He said, don't go there, Angela. You know, yes, you have to be charitable. Yes, you have to evangelize. But at the end of the day, you need those holy people around you for discernment to protect you against bad decisions or bad judgments or to ask the question. Sometimes, you know, you can tie the hands of the Holy Spirit and he can't get through. But a lot of times he'll speak to us through our husbands or through the Legion of Mary meetings or just through bumping into someone. So having holy friends. So that's the first thing. Now, how about if we go to you, Cynthia? You did an interesting um, exhibit at, let's talk about the Eucharist and the exhibit that you had at St. Patrick recently. So when you think about protection, you do think about the Eucharist. And you also, like you were just saying, Angela, you think about the communion and, and who surrounds you. Well, that brings you to church, and that brings you with being in a communion of fellow believers. And there's great protection uh, in that. And so over the years, uh, there's times where Christ has um, decided to intervene in the world and allow man to study uh, the through the scientific uh, studies, the nature of um, his pr real presence in the body and blood uh, transubstantiated by a holy priest at an altar of a church. So those times that Christ chose to intervene and let those studies occur are proof of, of Christ's real presence in the Eucharist. So there is an exhibit. It's the Vatican International Exhibit of the Eucharistic Miracles of the World that um, uh, under uh, Monsignor Dempsey we were able to bring to St. Patrick's and have on uh, exhibit for four days. Um, it just ended on March 4th. And so it was absolutely stunning to see the faces of people that came in and had never experienced a Eucharistic miracle. Now, a Eucharistic miracle occurs every day, you know, in Mass, every time, you know, the body and blood is transubstantiated um, from bread and water. Um, 
So we have to realize that that is the daily miracle that is occurring in our lives constantly. But to 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 be you know interested in science and read where uh, Professor Gomez, for instance, studied in Buenos Aires, the miracle that occurred at the church um, under Bishop. Francis at the time, now Pope Francis, was um, stunning to see that that DNA of the um, the blood of Christ, uh, the DNA of that holy host, was actually belonging to a man, you know, that lived at the time that Christ lived. So we're going to have to take a quick break right now. We'll be back. Uh, we'll we'll pick up where you're talking about the different Eucharistic miracles and maybe explain a little bit about what happened there. For now, you're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, or you can listen to us online at WSFICatholicRadio.org. We're talking about protection, angelic protection, the protection of the Eucharist. Why do you need it, and how do you do it? And maybe we'll talk a little bit about sacramentals. We'll be right back. Catechism of the Catholic Church states that Lent is a time particularly appropriate for spiritual exercise, voluntary self-denial, such as fasting and almsgiving, and fraternal sharing, which includes charitable and missionary works. If you decided on what you're going to do for Lent, that's great. If not, please consider a Lenten gift to help WSFI share our Catholic faith. Gifts can be made online at wsfiradio.org or by calling 224-206-8455. Kristen Hawkins is coming to town. Speak Out Illinois is a coalition of pro-life and pro-family organizations in Illinois whose mission it is to promote issues at the heart of the pro-life cause. Speak Out will be hosting its annual conference on Saturday, March 9th, and Kristen Hawkins, founder of Students for Life of America, will be the keynote speaker. To register, visit our website at speakoutillinois.org or call us at 773-777-2900. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Steve Angrisano. I think Catholic Radio is so important to the culture of our communities and our church because really, uh, I know in my own family, we listen to Catholic Radio in the car with the kids. It brings up things that we can talk about. It allows our faith to be not just a Sunday faith, but an everyday faith. And I think that's so important. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. 
episode of WSFI 88.5 FM, Healing the Whole Person. We have a full house right here. Every microphone is taken in reserve. We're talking about uh, protection. We're talking about why we need protection, what we need it from, and some of the tri uh, tried and true methods uh, that, that Catholics from the centuries have been using. Oh, I guess is my microphone better? Okay, thank you. Talking about protection and why we need it. Um, and before we went to the break, we had uh, Cynthia from St. Patrick in Lake Forest talking about the Eucharist and uh, the exhibit that she had. She was talking about Eucharistic miracles when we went to the break. So, Cynthia, you want to take up where you left off? Uh, so th there was a host that um, was dropped in the church in Buenos Aires and um, it was returned to the priest and the priest did what um, the law says that you put it in water. Well when he came back he saw that the host had blood drippings from it and so he um, through the process of, of how you react in situations like that you go through your bishop well the bishop allowed scientific studies uh, to occur um, and when the scientific studies were done it was proven that the tissue came from the left ventricle of of the heart and that it, it was tissue of a heart that had suffered that it had suffered a very tragic um, painful death Wow and who was the bishop? And the bishop was now Pope Francis. Pope Francis, yeah. So that Eucharistic miracle exhibit, all of these have been scientifically tested and proven. Mm -hmm. uh, how, do you remember how many miracles were in the exhibit? There's 156 miracles. So we have 156 miracles that science says is a miracle because they can't prove it. Mm -hmm. Very so often. Isn't that amazing? Like we have so many times, we, we have the Catholic Church has so many examples of things that science cannot have any other explanation than the fact that it is a true miracle and yet we have a culture that is so atheistic that's really it's like if they could just see this exhibit if they could just see the exhibit like uh, the Shroud of Turin or uh, the um, Our Lady of Guadalupe the Tilmer of Our Lady and the fact that Juan Diego in his eye he was looking at Our Lady when the miracle happened and his eye completely completely reflected the Blessed Mother so we could see what she looked like. Mm -hmm. So the Catholic Church is so rich in all of these things that absolutely prove the existence of God, prove the existence of the truth of the Catholic Church, that, you know, it's such a treasure for us. And yet the frustration for many of us who finally see the light is trying to trying to let people know let let people know about it. Rosemary, you were nodding your head about the uh, Shroud of Turin and um, not the Shroud of Turin about a Lady of Guadalupe. Do you remember what that was all about? You're talking about the eye, the reflection? The reflection of the eye. On the tilma, on the uh, image of the Blessed Virgin and it wasn't discovered until rather recently as I recall. Through science. Right. They they could uh, pick up on the eye of the Blessed Mother on the Guadalupe image that you could see reflected what she saw. This image of the Blessed Mother saw the bishop and um, Juan Diego. the roses, the, the uh, 
I'm trying. And the people who were there. Yeah, Juan Diego. Right. Who's our patron saint, by the way? December 9th is our anniversary, and we have two great patrons, Juan Diego and Fulton Sheen. We're all looking oh. at Fulton Sheen here. Um, let's talk a little bit about patron saints and and the protection of our... Has anyone here felt the protection of their patron saint? Yes and no. I well, can't say it. Yeah, you can't. Right. This is something. You know, my Italian families, we always name people after saints. Like Patricia said, she named Anthony after St. Anthony. We always, I felt, I was named after the angels. And my whole life, I always felt angelic protection. That's why it always makes me really sad when I see little kids called, well, I won't even say it, but, you know, when they're naming them after rocks and things. <laughs> When I, I really do feel as though like either the saint that you were born on or your confirmation name, those saints, they never stop rooting for you. I think that's kind of like if someone called, if you had a little Rosemary, Rosemary, say your grandchild's name, Rosemary, wouldn't you feel a little we bit have, more? You have a little we Rosemary? We have a Mary Rose. A Mary there Rose. There we go. Okay, there you go. There you go. Let's talk about sacramentals then and the role of protection with sacramentals. Oh. Alejandro? Okay. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay. My turn. Uh, so okay. similar to how sacraments are physical signs of invisible realities help us encounter God. Sacramentals are somewhat similar to that. Uh, so the most common one everyone knows is holy water. You know, give yourself a sign of a cross with it to remind you of your baptismal promises. And also it can be used to on food, buildings, even your own car, just to help consecrate it even more to God and just put it at the disposal of our Blessed Mother for further protection. Uh, but there's also the... I, I don't want to say popular, but the more well-known, say, Benedict medals, and also the Miraculous medals, the very, and there's um, tons of amazing stories, uh, like one particular for the for Miraculous medal is a soldier was wearing, uh, he's giving one of those, like, I want to say silver dollar sized in his shirt pocket, and this was during like the, the one you gave me. Yes, like the one <laughs> I gave you a while back. And during, I can't remember which world war, but basically one day he got shot in the chest. It turned out the bullet blocked it perfectly and in between the Blessed Mother's outstretched hands. Yes, and the scapular, um, Vera de Clue, used to tell me the story about, I hope I get this right so anyone can jump in, but I never understood the power of the scapular. But she told a story that in one of the wars, there was someone who he made his mother his mother made him promise <laughs> that he would put the scapular on so he did it more for her than for himself he was taking a bath and when he realized afterwards that he forgot his scapular mm. so his friends went to get the scapular even though it was in very dangerous area and he stayed behind well you can just imagine what happened the enemy came they got that area was completely decimated, but the two friends who went to get the scapular were the ones who were saved. Yeah. So it I showed it. the Blessed Mother, the power of the Blessed Mother's protection. Yeah, the fact that it extends even to something as what people think, oh, it's just a picture. Well, when it's the image of the Queen of Heaven and Earth, that carries weight, not yeah. just in like spoken word, but image itself. And Fulton Sheen, are, you know, he used to carry these. I carry them. We all carry them. Fulton Sheen used to carry those miraculous medals in his pocket, and he would give them to people. I give them out all the time. I'll say, you know, I have a gift for you. 
And I'm always surprised at the reaction because most people will take that miraculous medal and they will. We have a little card that will say, wear it around your neck because it was designed by the Blessed Mother herself. And she gave so many promises to the person who will wear that medal around their neck. I mean, it's something so simple. And by the way, if if you'd like miraculous medals, uh, two things. One is you can call us at 224-206-8455 or you can go on our website and send, it says contact us. And we give them away. We receive them by the thousands and we give them by the thousands. So uh, we can, we'll be happy to send you as many as you'd like. Uh, but don't miss the opportunity to have that medal around your neck. Um, you had your hand up, Patricia, something about he, protection. Yes. Um, my friend worked uh, up in McHenry for the county and they had to get stray animals and go in houses where they weren't oh, taking care of all that. They picked up this very vicious um, German Shepherd and she was cleaning the cage and the dog went to attack her and went to her throat but she had the miraculous metal on and instead he grabbed the chain and the metal and he swallowed it. Wow. And my friend would never even kill a flea, but she said this dog had to be put down. It was wow. so vicious. So she had to leave for the weekend, and she said, make sure this dog is put down because it cannot go to any family. But the metal saved her. And oh, yes. so then she came back to check about the dog and if they did what they were supposed to do. And, of course, they did not do what they were supposed to do. They gave it to a family. She said, you did what? And it turned out that they got nothing but so many compliments on this dog, how wonderful he was, because he swallowed the miraculous medal. And, of course, there's that story of Zachary King. Do you remember Zachary King? He was the highest level of the satanic order. He was a wizard. And he uh, used to curse people. He did, I don't know how many abortions he did. By the time he was 14, he was doing live abortions. He He was just horrendous, horrendous life. Anyway, he was a wizard. And one day he was working at one of those kiosks in Massachusetts. And a woman came up to him. He was selling jewelry during the day and being a wizard at night. But a woman came up to him and said, I have a gift for you and it's very powerful. And so he said, oh, he's thinking to himself, she has no idea what power is. I'm a wizard. I put curses on people. I make them sick. I can kill them if I wanted. That's what he thought. But, um, but he took the medal. And I, I just wish there was something out there. Google Zachary King, uh, listeners. When he put his hand around that miraculous medal, he felt the love of God and the Blessed Mother like he had never experienced in his whole life. He went through this enormous conversion just holding on to that medal. And since that time, um, the Friars in Stockbridge, you had mentioned Stockbridge, Patricia, the Divine Mercy Shrine in Stockbridge, um, took him under their wing. He has become a Catholic. He speaks out and he warns about the dangers of the occult. He warns the dangers of the new age. He warns, I guess the satanic religion is one of the fastest growing religions in the United States. And he was in Satan's grip firsthand. And it was that miraculous medal that he attributes to turning his whole life around. I think you had mentioned Freemasonry. Rosemary, what about Freemasonry? There are prayers. Many of us don't realize sometimes you have difficulties in a family. And I have uh, 
found out in my case that there are relatives of my children's in-laws that have been members of the Freemason sect. And I remember as a young person when we had the Baltimore Catechism, we were always warned not to join um, a, a, what was the word, the, a, a um, sect uh, where you had to uh, pledge an oath. Well, in Freemasonry, it's very hierarchical, and there are 34 levels, as I recall, and each level you have to swear an oath to go through it. And um, there are prayers I've found out from listening to WSFI That's right. for releasing souls who have taken these oaths. And I think it is important to realize that these things, in fact, it was Maximilian Colby who encountered when he was in seminary in Rome, the Freemasons were running amok and becoming very noisy about it in Europe, in Rome especially, and they were certainly intent on taking over Rome and the church, and they're just led by Satan, basically. They're, um, the book was dedicated to Satan, to Lucifer. Yes, the Freemason book by Albert Pike was dedicated to Lucifer, yes. So, so there's definitely, um, you know, in swearing secret oaths, that is certainly the the big organization I think of. But well, at the time that Maximilian Colby was a seminarian, he saw them actually marching in parades in Rome in the streets and causing a lot of havoc. And that was what started him in um, his journey to becoming to start the uh, militia, militia of the Immaculata to combat Freemasonry. And, you know, we should do a whole, Brother Charlie at Maritown is such an expert on that, but they had, when you were saying causing havoc, they had, they were saying down with the infidel, meaning the Pope. And uh, what he started, on October 16, 1917, he started the Militia Immaculata. And that's what we're talking about, consecrating to Our Lady that was to combat. Because the Blessed Mother in so many apparitions has warned about Freemasonry. She warned about it in Our Lady of Good Success in Quito. She's, she's warned about the danger of Freemasonry in uh, Fatima when those children were kidnapped and they threatened to throw them in boiling oil mm-hmm. and they try to keep those children away from the Blessed Mother's apparition mm-hmm. in August. They were the Freemason government in Portugal. But that, uh, Father Sears has talked about that, that curse that they take, it's not just to free the souls of them in purgatory, but they actually are saying, it's kind of like they said, let the blood begin us and our children. So they're actually bringing this down through uh, the generation. So we should, uh, we're running out of time, believe it or not. Uh, Before we close, uh, Cynthia, were you going to say something? I was just going to add our, you know, our um, 
families and marriage are under such attack. Bingo. And so I, I didn't want to close without just mentioning that um, and how important it is to look for protection for, you know, like Rosemary was saying, your grandchildren and Patricia. Um, but I wanted to mention something I read yesterday, if I could, from Return to Order, and yes. that is from an Orthodox church in Bosnia, Croatia, that they do, they have a city of 26,000 which has a zero percentage divorce rate unlike wow. our 50% divorce rate. Wow. And what he does, this priest in the church in this area, is in the ceremony, the priest blesses the crucifix, presents it to the bride and groom, and then he places the fiancé's right hand upon that of the groom and covers them with a stole. And the couple make their vows uh, with their hands glassed clasping the Eucharist and the priest tells them that they have found the ideal partner for their marriage with whom they must share their lives with using the words you have found your cross it is a cross that you must love and take with you every day of your lives know how to appreciate it that is so beautiful you know I just want to just put in one more plug we'll be doing a Catholic Resource Center here at WSFI one of the other things is um, consecrating your home to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And we should probably do a show on the resources that we make available. It's free. Mother Seton said Catholic education should be free. And we believe that. So um, we'll probably do a show on that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But get a picture of the Sacred Heart. Call us at 224-206-8455 or email us. We have beautiful pictures of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Uh, the Pilgrim Virgin through Marytown is another way. I want to thank our wonderful panelists here, Alejandro, Patricia, Ian, Rosemary, and our newest member of our family, Cynthia and David Bending. That's all the time we have. God bless you and Mary keep you. In the name of the Father and, and of, of the, the Son, Son and of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.